Tell somebody if you only knew what God is about to do. If you had a glimpse, if you had an idea of what God is about to do in your life, you would be praising him right about now. I got a glimpse this morning. I got a glimpse. He showed me some things this morning. I got a right to praise him. I got a right to magnify him. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter whether they like you or not. Because what God is about to do, he's about to make your enemies bless you. Yeah, your enemies are getting ready to bless you. They get ready to pour into you. They get ready to support your vision. They get ready to do it. God's about to make the enemies bless you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Tell somebody your eyes hadn't seen it. Yeah, your eyes ain't seen this one. Oh, come on, bless him. Come on, bless him. Come on, bless him. Listen, listen. There's a shaking in the atmosphere. God said, I'm about to do something. And if I told you, you wouldn't even believe it. Habakkuk 1 and 5 says, says, God said, I'm about to do something. I'm paraphrasing. He said, I'm about to do something in your life that if I were to tell you, you wouldn't even believe it. There are some things that God is about to do in your life that you ain't going to believe it. Not until it happens. And there's some stuff that God is shaking up right now. There's some documents that are about to be signed. There's some paperwork that's about to be signed. 
There are some things that's on the table that God's going to bring it to the table and you're going to sign it. There are raises that are about to be released. Because God said that when we entered into 2023, as I said last week, there wasn't going to be any more lack. And so there are some things that God is speeding up. He's expediting some things for his people. I want you to get excited, get ready for it. Because it's getting ready to happen. Look at somebody tell him it's getting ready to happen. Now I said something on last week. I'll break it down just a little bit. And I'm going to go on and preach in just a second. But I said something last week. And those of you that are here maybe remember and I said something and was going to happen about midnight of last week and started getting some messages from some people and that things happened like at 1201, 1202, 1205, 645 in the morning. And I feel the same prophetic anointing, not by midnight tonight, but by this time tomorrow. That some stuff will have shifted in your favor. Now, if you can believe it, It'll happen, but you know, if you don't believe, it's, this ain't for everybody. I'm just trying to release something in the atmosphere. I'm trying to tell you that when God begins to speak and deliver a word, if you grab it, it'll happen. And I don't know what circumstance you have in your life that you need to shift and that you need to change. But if you can grab this prophetic word and put a praise on it, by this time tomorrow, it will have shifted for you. Now don't call me no lying prophet if it don't happen. You better, you better grab it. Grab it. Look at somebody and tell them grab it. Grab it. Tell them just in case he's talking to me. I'm going to put a praise on it right here. Come on, put a praise right there. Come on. Y'all mighty quiet. How many of y'all got some, how many of y'all, and I'm going to move on because I don't, how many of y'all got some desperate things that you need God to move in? I mean, this is a desperation. I got some desperate situations. I got some desperate stuff that might affect, I don't even want to tell you about some of them, but I got some desperate things that I need God to do. I got some desperate specific areas that I need God to move in. How many, am I talking to anybody? I mean, I got some desperate stuff. I feel God about to do something, but I'm waiting on y'all just a moment. I feel something breaking. Amen. I got some desperate things that I need God to move in. Bills backed up. 
children acting, acting up, spouse acting up, folks acting up on the job. I got some desperate things I need God to move in. And what I hear God saying to you, oh, those of us that are grabbing, I promise you, those of us that are grabbing, desperate things, desperate circumstances, desperate areas I need God to move in. Am I talking to you? Raise your hand. And this is going to require you to activate a level of faith when that man was laying there and Jesus tells the man, pick up your bed and walk, the man was still paralyzed. And it took faith for him to get himself up off the mat and walk. There about to be some breakthroughs in your families by this time tomorrow, but it's all predicated upon you. And now the devil's mad because he understands that what God's about to do so, 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 look, watch what's going to happen. When we praise, God going to break some stuff. But the devil always has a counterattack. And so when God begins to break stuff, then it seems like all hell breaks out in your life. But God said, those of you that will praise him like you didn't lost your mind, that by this time tomorrow, some stuff going to break. It's going to break off your family. It's going to break off your children. It's going to break off your house. It's going to break off your finances. And I serve notice on the devil today that God's about to block every satanic attack, every counterattack. God's about to block it, but it's predicated upon your praise. How bad do you want to see him set free? How bad do you want to pray through? That you praise him. Let your praise. Go pick up your feet and praise him. Watch this. Break it down just a little bit. Keep it going. And while you're praising him, I want you to tell the devil this is the last day. You're going to have your hands on my child. It's the last day you're going to have your hands on my money, on my family, on my body. This is the last day because I'm going to praise him. I'm going to give him glory. I'm going to give him honor. It's the last day, devil. It's the last day. It's the last day. It's the last day. Come on and praise him. Now pick up your feet. Open your mouth and praise him. Somebody walk across the aisle, find somebody. 
somebody hand. Come on. And tell them, help me praise him. Help me praise him. Help me praise him. Come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. Bless him in this place. Put your hands together over your mouth and praise him. Why so this happening? He's breaking it. He's breaking it. He's breaking it. It's falling off of you right now. It's falling off you. The chains are breaking. The shackles are coming off you. In the name of Jesus, off of your mind, it's breaking. It's breaking. It's breaking. Now come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. Praise him. Clap your hands and praise him. Praise him, sis. Praise him. Don't help her praise him. Come on. Shekatamo. Shakatamandosi. Heketamandosa. There's some stuff breaking. Some stuff is coming down. Some shackles are coming out. Some strongholds are coming down. In the name of Jesus, some, some habits are broken. Addictions are being broken. In the name of Jesus. Come on and bless him. Oh, bless him. Bless him. hands. Come on, Miss Smith. Bandebosa. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, God said. Fresh fire, stir it up. Shabo said, stir it up. Fresh fire. Holy Ghost fire. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water a fresh anointing God said a fresh anointing a refreshing God said a refilling in the name of Jesus I hear the Lord saying get up off the flat off the mat well, get up off the floor stand strong guard up the loins of your mind stand fast God said but I have called you, I have anointed you for such a time as this. Rise up, warrior. Rise up, God said. Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, God said. In the name of Jesus. Now receive this oil. Receive this fresh anointing. 
Open your mouth and praise him. Praise him. Walk with me. Walk with me. Walk with me. Come on, praise him, somebody. Come on, praise him. You're about to get your praise back. You're about to get your praise back. You're about to get your joy back. You're about to praise him. Yeah, God. You're about to get it all back. Stuff about to fall off. Healing's about to take place. A breakthrough, a healing, a manifestation. God says, yes, I'm going to do it. Yes, I'm going to do it. You've been questioning God. God, when's it going to stop? When the healing going to take place? Is it going to stop or not? And God said, yes, it's about to stop. I'm about to stop the flow. I'm about to stop it, God said. I'm about to stop it. Praise it with me. Run with me. Run. Praise him. Now you praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Come on, help him praise him. 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 You better praise him. You better praise him. Praise him. God just did it. You better praise him. Lift those hands. I hear the Lord saying, It's working. It's working. It's working. Last year was a test. Last year was a test. God said, I had to allow you to go through it. Now I hear the Lord saying, you're ready. 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 Now 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 you're ready. It took all that to get this. But now you're ready. You better praise him. You better praise him. I said praise him. Help her praise him.
you don't know the story, help her praise him. Lift your hands. Somebody come stand. Girl, you better praise it. You better praise it. You better praise it. Come on. You better praise it. Yeah, you better praise it. Praise it. She got tired now, y'all. said you just stepped in the moment you walked in God said call her up because you just stepped into something brand new you just stepped up God said what your weights that you were carrying when you came in here there were some heavy weights on you and as you begin to walk through the door I begin to see the weights fall off of you and God said tell her the weights are coming off the shackles are coming off the pressure is being released off of your mind and he said all you got to do is lift up your voice and open your mouth and praise him and I'm going to make up the difference I'm going to work out the rest of the details and you've been trying to figure out because you, your mind's just been going back and forth and you don't know whether you've been coming or going and forgetting stuff and you've been leaving stuff and you know what's going on with my mind but it's been an attack of the devil and God said today that devil has got to take his hands off you and you're going to have a sound mind and God said let it go I commit I command the waste to come off of you I command the shackles to let you go in the name of Jesus I hear the Lord God said rise up rise up rise up rise up in the name of Jesus I command the shackles to come off reach back there and grab them off of her I can pull those weights off of her in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus and God said go free go free pick your feet up pick your feet up woman of God pick your feet up pick them up Pick them up every time you pick them up. There's a breakthrough. There's a blessing. There's a healing. There's a deliverance that's taking place in your life. God, the devil has been trying to wear you out. Wear you out in your mind. Wear you out in your body. Trying to flick you with sickness and all the headaches and the pains that you've been having to deal with. But God said today it's over. It's over. It's over. Now give God a praise. Open your mouth and praise him. It's over. Oh, bless him. 
Yes, God. Break it down just a minute. <laughs> Let me say something real quickly. I'm not even going to pray for you, but what I'm about to say you're going to know that God has heard you. And what you just said, what you just said just a few seconds, few minutes ago, was I hope he don't call me out. That's to let you know that God heard you. And that everything that you have prayed for and everything that you have asked for God's about to do it. That's a sign and that's a confirmation to you to let you know that God heard you. And he said to tell them that if I heard that, that I've heard everything else. And I'm going to bring it to pass in your life. Amen. Come on, clap your hands and give him a praise. I promise y'all, I'll be trying to preach. But y'all be pulling, y'all be pulling on me. Y'all be pulling, y'all be pulling on me. When Jesus said there is a, a virtue that when the woman touched them, they said, how, master, these people are thronging you, they're, they're bumping into you. How do you know uh, who's touching you? He said, I know because I felt virtue uh, leave me. And when you guys come in, you pull on me. And I'll be wanting to, but we have to flow however God leads us to flow. I, I'm excited about testimonies uh, that's about to happen in the family things that God's about to do uh, in your life and, and it's going to be simply amazing. <laughs> uh, tell somebody what God's about to do is going to be simply amazing. Uh, simply amazing. <laughs> I begin to watch as we were praising and as different ones were praising and as hands were locked and people were praising, I began to see things happening in the atmosphere. I began to see God breaking up some things and shaking some things. And I began to see children and crying out to God. And as we were praising, I began to see people, I began to see young people coming down these aisles in chains. Some were walking, some were bent over, some were crawling. God said that's what's getting ready to happen. They're in bondage, they're in chains. 
But God said, I'm about to bring them here. And don't expect them to be delivered when they get here. Don't expect them to be able to cross all the T's and dot all the I's and speak so prolific and all these things and have the correct grammar and, and pronouns and adverbs and all those things. Don't expect them to, to, to have all the educational degrees and, 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 and diplomas that you have. But they're coming broken. Many of them are coming broken, which is why it's important that we, we that are in the church of the Lord needs to be healed. Because the scripture says they that are whole don't need a physician. But those that have been broken, they're given to come in this place. And I'm not saying that this is the only church that they're coming, but they're coming, some of them are coming to this church. And not only are they coming to this church, but many of us in this church are going to have to go out and grab them and bring them and pull them out of bondage and pull them out because some won't come. Some we got to go snatch out. And you need to be praying for an anointing on your life, an anointing that God will put on your life that will anoint you to go into the prisons and the highways and the byways and pull and snatch people out. We can sit in our nice churches and, and yes, God can, can move in this place and we can run and shout and dance and, and do all these things and speak in tongues, but, but, but they don't hold, don't need a physician. We're ministries outside and we're getting ready to start doing we have failed, we have failed this community. This church has failed this community. But this year, this church will not be a failure. We're going to do our part and make sure that they that are out there that need to be healed and delivered, we're going to set the standard and we're going to bring them in. Go with me to the book of Exodus. I'll try to finish this message as quickly as I can. Exodus chapter 18, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 8, verse number 21, the New King James Versions. But before I preach, I just, I, I want to just say something uh, to you, that something supernatural is about to, to break out in your circumstance. Something supernatural is about to break out. And, and as we're already, man, this is amazing because we're almost halfway into this month. And we need to understand that our God is not a God of calendar year. He's not a God of our Julian calendar, uh, but he's a God of times and he's a God of seasons. As a matter of fact, there is a whole tribe in the Bible. Scripture declares that there was an entire tribe in Israel, the tribe of Issachar, and the Bible says that they had the understanding of the times and they knew what the people of God should do. And if there's ever a time that we need to understand what needs to be done is right now. So they understand what to do, and, and, and there are times in which God begins to reveal, and he begins to share certain things, and so the Spirit of the Lord said something profound is going to happen in a shift between seasons, and you need to be ready for it. You're going to see very clearly what God is getting ready to do when we begin to read this text. Now let me give you just a little bit of scripture, let me give you just a little bit of foundation real quick give you a little bit of context that we're being dropped now into the fourth about to say the fourth we're being dropped into the fourth plague that God has released upon the nation of Egypt and he's bringing deliverance to his people and the children of Israel and can I say something very quickly that if you study the word of God I'm not talking about reading it but if you study the word of God from the inception of God calling Moses 
uh, to go down and to deliver his children from the bondage of, of Egypt. That's in Exodus chapter 3. And if you study it from the very beginning, God said you're going to deliver them. And when you deliver them, you're going to bring them back into this mountain that they may worship me. The entire purpose of God, understand this, that the entire purpose of God bringing deliverance to his people is so that they would be free to worship him at any time they wanted, any way they wanted, and everything that they needed to worship him with. So in the beginning of the calling, if you read Exodus chapter 3, as you understand that, that there is no afterthought. God said, he tells Moses, I'm going to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going to bring them out. Well, watch this. He didn't say. He says, I'm going to bring them out. And when they come out, they're not going to come out empty-handed. That's a prophetic word for somebody right there. You can somebody tell them I'm, not, I'm coming out, but I'm not coming out empty-handed. Yeah, I'm coming out with some stuff. All the hell I've been through, uh, I'm coming out with some, some stuff. Watch this. He says, they're not coming out empty-handed. He said, I'm going to give them favor. And they're going to go, and they're going to ask the Egyptians for silver and gold, and I'm going to give them favor so that they will have what they want. So when my people come out, they're just not coming out released. They're coming out prosperous. They're coming out provided for. And that's God's idea from the very beginning. If you read it very carefully in Exodus chapter 3, you'll find out that God says to Moses that I'm going to send you to Pharaoh. Listen, look how God works. He said, I'm going to send you to Pharaoh. And I want you to tell him to let my people go. And God says, and I know he will not. Now I'm going to send you, and I'm going to tell you to tell him to let my people go, and I know he's not going to let them go. Interesting. That God sends, God sends a preacher to do something that he knew he was not going to succeed in. There are some times that God will send you against an obstacle that he knows it's not going to bow to your first, your first commandment. So he said to him, he said, I'm going to send you to him and I know he's not going to let you go. But I'm going to harden his heart and I'm going to flex my muscles in Egypt. And I'm going to bring signs and wonders until he lets my people go. Now y'all stay with me. Now because in Exodus chapter 8, We've just been dropped into the fourth of these signs and wonders. These miracles that God is bringing uh, uh, to affect deliverance uh, of his people. So if you look at Exodus chapter 8, verse number 21 says, Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarm of flies on you and your servants, on your people and into your houses. The houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. And in that day, I was set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarm of flies shall be there in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of thee and I will make a difference. 
deliverance. Somebody shout, the Lord is about to make a difference. He said, I will, verse number 23, he says, I will make a difference between my people and your people. He says, tomorrow this sign shall be. Now, if you go to Exodus chapter 9, the Bible says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and tell him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go. Now, what does it say? He said, I want you to let them go, that they may do what? Serve, that they may worship me. For if you, will, if you refuse to let them go, and you still hold them, behold, the hand of the Lord will be in your cattle, in the field, the horses, the donkeys, the camels, the ox, and all the sheep. He says, a very severe pestilence. Now, this is the second time. Because the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, right? So watch this the second time. And the Lord will make a difference. Now, we've heard it in Exodus chapter 8. We hear it again in, in Exodus chapter 9. That I'm going to make a difference. He says, so that nothing but die... I need you to just, I need you to prophesy to somebody right now. Tell them, tell them nothing's going to die. Ain't nothing in your life, going ain't nothing connected to you in this season is going to die. Your children not going to die. Nothing, look at them, prophesy to somebody and tell them nothing going, ain't nothing in your life going to die this season. Nothing, 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 nothing going to die. Not a thing in your life, not a thing connected to you is going to die. So nothing should die of all that belongs to the children of Israel. Then the Lord appointed a set time, saying tomorrow. Somebody shout tomorrow. There's a set time. Shout it like you got it in your spirit. Tomorrow, shout tomorrow, tomorrow. There's a set time tomorrow. Some stuff going to happen tomorrow. I'm almost done. Two or three witnesses. Exodus chapter 11. And there's the announcement of the last plague of the death of the born, the death of the firstborn in the land of Egypt. Then Moses said, thus said the Lord about midnight. About midnight, about midnight, about midnight. Uh, let me keep moving with that. Then Moses said, thus said the Lord. He said, thus said the Lord about midnight, about midnight. Uh, I'm going to go down and I'm going to smite the Egyptians. And the firstborn of the land of Egypt shall die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on the throne, even the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the hand meal, and all the firstborn of the animals, then there should be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as like never before, and it shall be like it again. But against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that they may know that the Lord does make a difference. Come on, say it with me. The Lord is is about to make a difference that they may know that the Lord is about to make a difference between the Egyptians and the Israelites I'm telling you people of God God is about to make a difference between the church and the world so God said to tell you that in this year and in this season, this is the moment where you are going to begin to see the Lord who makes a difference in your life He said, tell him, he said, tell him, he said, watch this. He said, I want you to tell him this, I'm telling you, I'm almost done. He says, I'm going to make, he says, he says, this is what's going to happen. He says, 
the Lord is going to be the Lord who makes a difference. Somebody shout a difference. He's going to be the Lord who makes the difference. Uh, and he's going to be the Lord who makes up the difference. That means that anything that you're lacking, God's going to make up the dis difference. Whatever area in your life that you don't, that you have lack, he said, I'm going to be the God that makes up the difference. You ain't got to worry about it. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make the difference. And I'm going to make up the difference. Yeah, tell them a difference about to be made up in your life. A difference. There's something shaking. There's a difference that's about to be made in your life. Oh, let me rush, let me rush. Watch now. He says, he says, if you study the word, the plagues that God brings upon the children of Israel to bring deliverance to his children, the children of Israel, he begins to do this. This bondage was now some 430 years, and they had been hearing the whack of Pharaoh's acts, and they had been the chopping block and sitting under the sundown and the sunrise and the abuse and the torment of Pharaoh. They have labored without pay. There's something to labor without pay. How would you like to go to work and work without pay? But they had been laboring without pay. They, they, there was something going on there. They were, they were frustrated. They were aggravated. There were things going on. Understanding God, why is this happening uh, here? Why is something going on here? I don't understand that. The wonders of the world that are being celebrated in Egypt. Why? A lot of the things that were happened that were built in Egypt were built by covenant hands. Covenant hands. That's why there's so much wonders. And I want you to understand this, that God, when God begins to bring deliverance to the children of Israel, he does it by a series of shakings. And I've talked about shakings a couple of weeks ago, how God begins to shake economies. He begins to choke the economies. And what God begins to do, he begins to shake their economy. He begins to choke the economy, the political system. He begins to shake this thing until it was about to be destroyed. But here it is. He's saying here, now the whole earth and all of Egypt has been affected. But God says the reason why a lot of things have to happen is so that my glory can be revealed. The scripture declares to us that the whole earth shall be full of God's glory. And you people of God are the glory carriers. You're the apple of his eye. And so the apple of his eye, his beloved people are in bondage to the beggarly elements of Egypt, the world system. They are oppressing them. Now you got to understand that Egypt is a type of world system. And literally what God is doing, he's bringing his children out of bondage of the world system. And it does it by a series of shakings. And it's interesting because when you look at the first three plagues, I want you to take note of this. When you look at the first three plagues uh, that we call plagues, you can read it when you have time. But it's interesting that in the first three of these plagues, uh, God makes no distinction about making a difference between his people and the Egyptians. None whatsoever. Makes no distinction. So what ends up happening is this. Watch this. He makes no distinction. So, the first three plagues were those water, turned to blood, the frogs being released in the land of Egypt, and the lice. Those were the first three plagues. God makes no distinction. He says, he says nothing about making a difference between his people and everybody else. So, in other words, everybody was affected. Because somebody say, we all affected. Everybody was affected. When the water turned to blood, everybody was affected with the frogs. Everybody was affected with the lice. The Bible says the stink was in the whole land. There's a lot of stinking stuff going on in this nation right about now. 
of stinking stuff. Lice came. When the lice came, the Bible says the lice were everywhere. But the fourth plague. Somebody shout the fourth, the fourth, the fourth. At the fourth plague, in the midst of this move of God to bring deliverance to his people, he stands up and says to Moses, he says, now I'm about to make a difference between my people and everybody else. And I came here to talk to somebody that's been, been feeling the shaking that everybody else has been feeling. I came to preach to somebody that said, I'm tired of this. I ain't got enough money to do this. I don't have enough money to do that. I came to talk to somebody that's feeling depressed and, and you're feeling uh, uh, tired and you're vexed because everything seems to be happening. This going on and that going on. It seems like everybody has been in the same boat. But tell your neighbor some things are about to change now. There are some things that's getting ready to change and God has promised us he has he has declared that it's going to make a difference between the children and everybody else there's getting ready to be something different this year I need you to prophesy to yourself now say my this year this year is going to be different. This, this is going to be different. This, this is going to be different. It's going to be different for the Lord has declared it. The Lord has decreed it. It's going to be different. He said, okay, I have to declare. He said, okay, I have to, I have to declare three things. Three things and we're going to wrap this thing up. First of all, God said he wants you to understand where the difference is getting ready to show up. The first thing it says, and the scripture declares here that, that, that there are three specific areas where God's difference is going to be seen. And I'm going to tell you where they are and we're going to get ready to praise God and get on up out of here. Now, where, where is it going to show up? Now, notice God says in Exodus chapter 8, he said, I'm going to make a difference between my people and the people of Egypt. So write this down or whatever you're going to do. Tell them it, it's going, the first place is going to be on you. That's the first place it's going to happen. It's going to be on you first. Mm -hmm. the, dif the difference is going to be on you. It's going to be on you first. It's going to be on you. I'm, 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 I'm. I'm, I'm telling you, if you obey the word, that this thing is going to activate in your life. Tell, tell your neighbor again, it's going to be on you. You, you got to understand that there's something that God places on his people. The anointing and the favor of God is on you. Uh, and he says, and that's why there are some fights that you don't have to run away from that God tells you that you have to get in because nothing is going to change until you step into the ring with that favor on you. He said it's going to be on him. Watch. Lay hands on yourself. Say, I got a favor on me. Mm -hmm. See, see, the difference is going to be on me. The difference is going to be on you. God said he's going to put it on you. There are businesses. Watch this. There are some businesses that are not going to go under because you're there. There are some schools that where ain't nobody going to be shot because, because the children of God are there. There are some things that's going on that because you are there. There are some churches that's not going to go below because you're there. There are some things that are going to be sustained because you're there. Because the anointing and the favor is on you. That's why God's been talking to you about stuff that sounds crazy and telling you to do things that you don't have money for and telling you to ask people for stuff that you don't think you can have because he understands that what you don't yet understand that when you step into the building, the favor and the blessing of God is on you. Watch, I feel God. Watch, watch. He says it's going to be on you. I, I, I got to get to this last now. Here it is. Now, now when you show up in the meeting, watch this. When you step into the room, when you show up in the meeting, people's minds are going to change before you say anything. When you walk into the building, there's going to be people who recognize your face that have never seen you before. And they're going to wonder, where did I see you? People wonder why that little boy named David showed up and ran to a battle with a giant when everybody else was running away from him. And the thing is that David understood his covenant place in God. 
and you got to understand your covenant position in God. I got the favor and the anointing of God on me. I got the power to affect change. When I step into the building, when I walk into a room, I got power and anointing on me to affect the atmosphere. Touch somebody and said, it's on you, it's on you, it's on you, it's on you. That's why you've been going through all the hell you've been going through because it's on you. The favor is on you, the anointing is on you. That's why you've been going through. That's why you hadn't been able to sleep. That's why you've been sick in your body because the favor and the anointing is on you. Watch. Watch. Watch this, watch this. He said the second thing, he said the second thing because he got to put it on you first. And then he says the second place it's going to show up, it's going to show up in your livestock. Now you're like, wait a minute, pastor. I ain't got no livestock. I ain't got no cows. I ain't got no pigs. I ain't got no ducks and no chickens. I ain't got none of that. What you mean it's going to show up in my livestock? Can I show you? Can I, can I show you? Watch, watch this. Watch, watch, watch. He says, I'm going to put the difference on you, and then I'm going to put the difference between your livestock and the livestock of the children of Egypt. Yeah, again, Pastor Andrew, watch, watch. I'm a businessman. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a contracts person. What you talking about? What you talking about? I got no cattle. Exodus chapter 10. I ain't got time to read it, but this, I promise you, write it out. Exodus chapter 10. Verse 24 through 26, because, because the cattle was the deal that Pharaoh had made with Moses when he finally was ready to let him go. He says, okay, I'm going to let you go, but I need you to leave the cattle. I need you to leave your livestock. That was the deal. God says, I'm going to put a difference on you, and I'm going to put it on your livestock. So Moses said, no, 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 we ain't doing that. He says, when we go out, he said, we take everything with us. Tell somebody, I'm taking everything. I ain't leaving nothing behind. I'm taking everything with me. I'm not leaving nothing behind. I ain't leaving my livestock. Watch this, because he said, we don't know what we're going to have to worship the Lord with when we make it out, when we get free. So we're not going to leave our stuff because we just might need some of that stuff when we go out to worship God. So we're taking everything with us. He said, he said, doesn't mind. See what the problem is? The devil doesn't mind you getting delivered. He doesn't mind you running around the church, but he wants to hold on to your livestock. Your livestock, your money, your provision, your wealth, your substance. Why? Because he knows if you get out of all this debt that you're in, you're going to be a blessing to the kingdom. He understands that if I can keep them in debt, They'll keep running back to the world system. They'll keep going back to the system. But I need somebody to shout, not a hoof. Because he said the scriptures said not a hoof is going to be left behind. I'm coming out and I'm bringing my livestock on me. Now let me tell you what this is all about. I want, I, I, now I'm going to show you what your livestock is. And, 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 how many women got a purse? How many women got a purse? How many men got a wallet? What's it made of? Camel, cows, crocodiles, alligators, ostrich, snakes. Somebody shot livestock. This is my, my livestock. This is the leather. Uh, leather is made from a cow's hide. Somebody shot livestock. 
So the difference getting ready to show up. <laughs> Let's lift that purse up before the Lord. Ah, yeah, Taba. The difference is about to be made up right here. I'm telling you, the difference is about to be made up right here. Everybody that's got their purse lifted up, everybody got their wallet lifted up, it's about to be a difference made right here. The devil wants to hold on to your livestock. You can let them come out, but I'm going to keep their money. I'm going to keep them in debt. But Moses said, no, I ain't leaving nothing behind. I need my livestock. I need my money. I need to bless the kingdom. I need to do what I need to do in the kingdom of God. So tell the devil, no, you can't have my livestock. Can't have my money. That was the deal. I don't mind you being let go. I don't mind you praising God, but I got to keep your livestock. I got to keep you in debt because if I keep your livestock, you'll be tied to the world system. Livestock. Watch. Y'all good? Y'all all right? Watch, watch. He said, we're going to worship. Watch this. He says, he says, so, so your livestock, the deer skin, alligator, all these things. Now I want you to declare, I want you to declare this with me. I need you to declare this. I need you to shout it as loud as you can. I'm coming out. And my livestock is coming out. Uh, somebody ought to praise him right there. Watch, watch, watch. God said this difference will not only be realized, but he says, watch this. Now, look at what he says. Now, now, now we're getting somewhere. Watch this. He says, now, I want you, when you come out, I want you to worship me with your livestock. Mm. Watch. Uh-huh. Watch this. Listen, you cannot be a Sunday go to morning saint and depend on the world system on Monday. Monday through Saturday, I'm on the world system, but we can't, watch this, watch this, watch this. You're going to have to worship God with everything that you have. Your mind, your spirit, your soul, and your livestock. And I want to announce to you that if you are not a tithe, or if you're not a giver, if you're not a sower of seed, then you're not going to get in, in on this difference. You got to be a tither, a sower, a giver. You got to be one of those three. If you don't tithe, if you don't sow, if you don't give, there are a lot of people in this world that may not tithe, but they give millions of dollars. You got to be able to sow. Watch this. And when, so he says, if you honor me with your substance, if, if you do what my men and women of God say, he said, I'm going to make a difference. So when the foreclosure man come, 
He won't be able to take the house. When the repo man come, he won't be able to take the car. How many of you had the cars we possessed before? My little escort GT. <laughs> and then they had all my little feelings were hurt. Took my little car. Who do you think you are? Taking my car. You know who I am? I'm a child of the king. How dare you think you can come take my stuff? I'm a sower. I'm a giver. I'm a tither. Watch this. Let me let me wrap up. Let me close. I think I ain't running out of time. Watch. Let me, let me get here. So he says, he says, I want to make up a difference. And God understands this, and David understood this. And, but, I, but I want us to understand something real quickly, and I want to announce to you again that God's about to make a difference. And he says, I want to make up a difference in, in these areas of life. And the money that God prospered you with, you got to sow it. You got to worship God with it. The devil, when the devil tries to come and take it away from you, he can't take it because God is going to do it. And I'm, I'm here to interrupt some things. I've been sent by God this morning to interrupt some things in your life, some things that were out of place, some things that were, that were in the negative. God sent me to interrupt some things, to run interference on some stuff. I'm talking to some people today that the devil is not even going to be able to get your stuff. Lay hands on the person next to you, behind you, just point to them and tell them God's about to make a difference. He's going to make a distinction. He said the world stuff is going to die, but none of your stuff is going to die. None of it. Y'all can stand. We're going to worship the Lord. God has said nothing of yours is going to die. Nothing of yours is going to be stolen. Nothing is going to be taken. You said, well, pastor, it's already in the courts. I don't care if it, it not be taken. If you will obey the word of the Lord today, if you honor the Lord today. I remember a time, house was in foreclosure. Now, I don't know what they say. A lot of times they say, you know, they do it on the courthouse steps. I don't know if that's true or not. All I know is, is that by 10 o'clock on a certain day, that a house was supposed to be sold behind. I remember coming to church that Sunday, and I remember giving a big offering. Couldn't afford to give it, but I said, God, I'm a pastor, and I don't need nobody reading nothing in the paper about my house being foreclosed on. I didn't want the embarrassment. And I'm telling you, got a phone call maybe at 9.30 or a few minutes before 10. It said that it had been halted. All again, I don't understand the process. I don't know how it all works. I just know what I was told that, listen, at 10 o'clock on that Monday or Tuesday, we're going to auction it off. We're going to sell it. We've done everything that we could do. All I know is I had sold a seed. I came here last week, and God had instructed me to sow and give out to some people, and there was a residual flow that just kept flowing through the sanctuary on last week, and people were giving. I ain't never seen nothing like it, and people were giving. And before I left this church, somebody had placed some money in my hands, 
I didn't even know what it was until I got home. And there was money in an envelope. And I'm telling you, people of God, God is about to make a difference. He's going to make a difference. And listen, I'm telling you, if we would just obey the Lord, the last thing he said, he said, it's going to be on your possessions. He said, if you honor me with your substance, if you do what I say, I'm going to release a protection upon your livestock. That when your stuff of the world has been taken, if the foreclosure comes, all these things, and I'm going to turn it around. Listen, I want you to stand, lift your hands as we're doing it. I'm going to just, I'm just going to flow like this. I want, I want you to bring the offering basket to Elder Smith, Minister Smith, whoever's here. And we're going to do this all at once. And we can get it to sow. I want you to grab a seed. And I want you to sow as we get ready to do it because God's about to make a difference. You that have been feeling like everybody else and you've been looking and you've been saying, what difference does it make to serve God? What difference does it make to sow? What difference does it make to give? Seems like everything that's happening to everybody else is happening to me and I came to tell you that this is just about to come to an end. And the Spirit of God is saying, I've heard a couple of things in Scripture. I heard midnight and I heard tomorrow. But I'm telling you, God's about to do some stuff. I believe that God is about to walk into the courtroom and change some minds. I believe that God's about to walk into some doctor's offices and he's about to reverse some decisions. God is saying to me, he said, it's going to be on your person, it's going to be on your possessions. He said, I'm going to come down around midnight and I'm going to take all the firstborn. And when that happened, that's when everything got delivered. God said, tell them why they are crying out. They're not even a dog is going to wag his tongue against the people of God. My possessions. And then it says, it's going to finally, it's going to be on my peace, your peace. God said, I'm going to give you a peace that's going to surprise everyone. Once you have obeyed me, once you have honored me, once you have offered unto me what I say I'm going to release to I'm going to release a peace upon you that's going to surprise even you. You're going to get information. You will get a bill and look at it and say, you know what, I really ought to be ought to be shaken by this, but somehow I'm not even shaken. This 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 usually would have caused me to lose my mind. But somehow right now I just know that God is about to make a difference. You're going to walk in a level of supernatural peace. Lift your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in and listening with us. Be blessed.